I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. V in kids. Getting help faster for people in crisis. What's happening in Frederick County? I'm Kate Ryan. Some D.C. landlords will be paying the biggest fine ever imposed for housing discrimination. I'm Christy Kane. Wall Street down, Thursday trading. Good morning. Welcome in 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Just as the fall flu season starts, along with colds and maybe yet more COVID subvariants, small children are now being hit with another illness whose symptoms resemble those others. Correspondent Omar Villafranca reports. RSV symptoms are similar to a cold, but doctors say parents should watch for signs of respiratory distress if their child's nostrils are flaring while breathing or if their skin is pulling in towards their ribs. When your child transitions into whether well, they're breathing harder or breathing faster, or their head bobbing to take some more action. Call your pediatrician. Still on the health beat, correspondent Manuel Bojorquez on a belated eff- effect of Hurricane Ian, a very dangerous bacteria, sometimes erroneously called flesh-eating and standing water in areas that got hit hard. So far this year in Florida, there have been 65 reported cases and 11 deaths from the infection. Officials say overall, 28 cases and 7 deaths are directly connected to the hurricane. In central New Jersey, a sad ending to the search for a 20-year-old Princeton student who has been missing for about a week. WCBS-TV's Ali Bauman reports Mizrach Uwinetti's body was found behind tennis courts on the campus. Thursday afternoon, a school employee found Uwinetti's body outside behind campus tennis courts. The medical examiner's office has not yet determined her cause of death, but investigators say there were no obvious signs of injury and her death does not appear suspicious. To politics now, President Biden on the road for Pennsylvania Democrats in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a city of bridges, but too many of them are in poor condition like this bridge behind me before it collapsed. With the bipartisan infrastructure law, we're doing something about it. Meaning that big infrastructure bill that was passed by Congress. Meantime, a federal judge in St. Louis has dismissed a legal move by six Republican-led states to block the Biden administration plan to forgive student loan debt for some tens of millions that those state officials do plan to appeal. Now to Los Angeles, a scandal involving a former UCLA gynecologist. James Heaps was found guilty on five of 21 counts involving sexual assaults of seven women between 2009 and 2018. The guilty counts included sexual battery and sexual penetration of an unconscious person. He was found not guilty on seven counts. On the remaining counts, the jury was deadlocked. Another L.A. school, USC, is dealing with a similar scandal involving its former gynecologist. USC has paid out more than a billion dollars in civil settlements. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. A new study shows a big increase in the number of emergency department visits by adult sexual assault survivors. This is CBS News. This is Staples. So rumor has it that Staples is everything I need to ship. That's not a rumor. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yep. And I can actually ship there, right? We have UPS right here in the store. What will Staples think of next? (laughs) Right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what what, what will they think of next? Staples has all your shipping supplies and UPS service in store. And right now, get 25% off UPS Express shipping services. Staples, the best kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Valid only in Staples U.S. stores. WTOP at 203. Good Friday morning, October 21st, 2022. Welcome in. 
clear, cold this overnight early morning. Lows in the 30s and 40s in parts of the area by daybreak. We're back down to 43 in our nation's capital right now. Good Friday morning to you. Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your morning travels, topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head down the road together. Metro is taking disciplinary action against one of its bus drivers. This comes now after the driver was accused of not properly responding when a woman was being attacked this week on a W4 bus in D.C. It was on Monday that video surfaced of a woman being beaten by a group of young people on a bus. She told Fox 5 that during that attack in D.C., other passengers and the bus driver didn't help or respond to her initial calls to stop the bus. In a statement, Metro spokesperson Ian Janetta says leadership has determined that the bus operator did not follow proper procedures during the incident and that appropriate administrative action will be taken. Responding to what happened, the union that represents Metro bus drivers says bus drivers are not law enforcement and that intervening in a fight, assault, or dispute would place a target on the bus driver's back. The search continues for the attackers. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Heads up from WTOP this morning. If you want to comment on Virginia's proposed and controversial transgender policy for public school students, did you know you only got a few days left to do just that? And Governor Glenn Youngkin, to that end, has a message for you this morning. Once the policy, he says, is law, he expects fully the state's school districts to enforce it. Some school systems, including those in Alexandria and Fairfax counties, say they won't follow the new policy, which would require parental sign-off on the use of any name or pronoun other than what's in a student's official record. Governor Youngkin's response? It's the law. Though it's not clear what Youngkin can do to force school systems to listen. For now, he just says... Parents have a fundamental right in the Commonwealth to be the key decision-maker with their children in these decisions. This is a time for us to recognize laws are on the books for reasons, and we need to abide by them. Public comments on the proposed changes are being accepted through Wednesday of next week. Nick Heinelli, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 2.05. Whether it's an issue with mental health or substance use, a new facility in Frederick County will offer immediate help to people considered to be in crisis. It's called a crisis stabilization center, and Frederick County Executive Jan Gardner says there's a clear need for a place that people can turn to when they need help now. Behavioral health issues account for about 20% of emergency department visits to Frederick Health Hospital. That's one out of every five visits to the emergency room. Gardner says Frederick County has among the state's highest number of 911 calls related to behavioral health care issues. The new facility will be operated in partnership with the nonprofit Mental Health Association in Frederick, which will also be able to offer round-the-clock care when the new center opens in 2023. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP News time, now 2.06. To understand what makes Diamonds Direct different, you have to know our history. It goes back 70 years to a renowned diamond cutter overseas. From there came years of diamond cutting, manufacturing, and wholesaling, supplying exquisite fine diamonds to top high-end jewelers. Eventually, those same wholesalers began selling direct to you, and that started a revolution. Today, we are a global diamond powerhouse with hundreds of thousands of customers and an impeccable reputation. But our core values remain the same as always. Our diamonds are the highest quality cut by the best craftsmen. Our prices are the most compelling. Our selection is staggering, and our warranties and guarantees are unbeatable. And our entire team's only goal is to help you find the diamond of your dreams. So as the story unfolds and the revolution continues, we invite you into our home to enjoy a jewelry shopping experience unlike any other. Born in craftsmanship, rooted in quality, and thriving in passion. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. 
This is WTOP News. Three D.C. companies are being dissolved after being found guilty of discriminating against people using housing vouchers. Now, those companies will also, we're told, be paying the largest civil penalty, penalty that is, for housing discrimination ever imposed in the entire U.S. The companies and their executives paying $10 million in fines handle 15 apartment buildings in D.C., Darrow Management Services, Darrow Realty, and Infinity Real Estate. We believe that their conduct was intentional toward the type of community that they wanted in their um, residences. Nadine Sacker of the D.C. Attorney General's office is one of the attorneys who worked the case. Voucher holders did not fit that community. They did not want to have these black single mothers, elderly people in their buildings in wards one, two, and three. In the district, Christy King, WTOP News. Good Friday morning, October 21st. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 2.08. Glad you're Slow with or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. They've stopped traffic on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway at the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. Again, more bridge testing on the inner loop. And so the lanes have been brought to a stop as you make your way from Oxon Hill toward Alexandria. Go the other direction on the outer loop. You are getting by just fine, though it must be kind of an unearthly feeling driving by all that work. But again, inner loop at a stop coming from Oxon Hill for the drawbridge opening as they do the maintenance on the Wilson Bridge. Elsewhere in Virginia, oh my goodness, elsewhere in Virginia, on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway, there is work coming off the Legion Bridge with the left lane getting by. But the bigger issue has been after Tyson's and after Route 7 for the work zone as you go toward I-66. A single right lane is all you have to get by. Don't rely on the express lanes. They have been unreliable this morning. And when you are in the main travel lanes, expect stoppages. We've had a couple of dillies over the past hour or so, and it's caused traffic to back up mildly. But at last report, we were still moving through the work zone on the outer loop as you make your way past exit 47. And looking again, it looks like we're stopped again. As, as I get the updated the updated image in the camera, yep, we are stopped again on the outer loop before I-66 after exit 47. Again, if you got a better way to get through Tyson's, use that instead. 50 westbound in Virginia, the work zone near exit 57, or check the I-66, near exit 57 for Route 50 Fair Oaks. We've got a work zone over on the left, single right getting by. Maryland, the crash activity is eastbound on 50, near 410, right side blocked by the crash activity. District travel, the crash was Pennsylvania Avenue Southeast, and between Alabama Avenue and Fort Davis Street Southeast, and lanes are blocked in each direction. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking another cold morning across our region. Temperatures in the low to mid-30s for the most part, and around 40 inside the city. But frost again area-wide. So heads up, could be some frost in that windshield. You might need that ice scraper. The good news is once the sun comes up, it's going to melt quickly, and we'll see high temperatures rebounding back into the mid-60s. We're 66 in the city. On Saturday, even better. Another cool start, but high temperature getting up into the upper 60s to around 70 degrees. Sunday, a chance of showers. But as of right now, not a washout. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we're at 48 degrees at the wharf in D.C., 48 in Oxon Hill, 42 Sterling. We are looking at, if I can click here to see if anything has changed, we're at 43 and holding at our nation's capital this 2 a.m. hour, Friday morning, October 21st. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 2:11. This is WTOP News. 
Michelle Blink, and you probably missed her. We're talking this morning about Liz Truss out as Britain's Prime Minister after only six weeks in office. I'm Vicki Barker in London. Liz Truss announced her resignation after a mere 44 days in office, making her the shortest-serving Prime Minister in British history. All the records are just collapsing before our eyes. This is extraordinary. Historian Anthony Selden, when Truss took over from Boris Johnson, her majority Conservative Party was trailing the opposition by single digits in opinion polls. After six weeks of Trussonomics, one poll suggests that if the elections were held today, not a single Conservative candidate would be elected to Britain's Parliament. Vicky Barker, CBS News, London. Now, Jen Chester lives in London. We thought there'd be a vacancy sign up at Parliament. Just <laughs> It's a joke, but you know how you just feel what's happening to this country and how does the world look on us? Now, we hear Truss will remain in office until a successor is put into place, which is expected to be October 28th. This morning, veteran international journalist Dana Lewis, who lives in London, with his take on all this. Everybody's in chaos right now because we just came out of a pandemic and the inflation is running high. There's a war in Ukraine. Energy's been shut off. But wait a minute. This was self-inflicted because Prime Minister Truss and her chancellor, who had to resign, in the middle of all of this chaos, said, let's cut taxes. All of them. I mean, not all of them, but $65 billion worth, which is pretty big in this economy. And then the, the markets flipped out. And suddenly, the damage that's been done to Britain's credibility and its, its economy um, will not go away with Liz Truss. Because now the cost of borrowing for the United Kingdom has skyrocketed and people's mortgages and energy costs won't go away. I mean, they're not going to decrease tomorrow because of what's happened. The Bank of England has to keep raising interest rates much higher than they would have been without this economic plan. So, yes, countries like the United States and Canada and Australia and you name it and across the European Union are tackling these big economic challenges with inflation. But this just put all of it into turbo mode. I mean, it, it was really a self-inflicted wound. What does this mean for the Conservative Party? I mean, just as you are intimating, this is a hole in their credibility now. It's a massive hole in their credibility. And the Conservative Party now, you know, they're supposed to be conservative. I mean, they were seen to be a, in, in a radical position in terms of what they were doing with the economy. Now they've got to scale back. They've got to come up with a new budget by the end of the month and a new prime minister. And they've got now, within a week, they are saying they are going to replace British Prime Minister Liz Truss. She will remain prime minister until that's done. They will probably bring back somebody like Rishi Sunak, who was the former chancellor. Even Boris Johnson's name is being kicked around, which voters, I think, would reject. There are other names in there like that you probably wouldn't recognize, people like Penny Mordaunt, who's well-known in the, in the party, and she has stood in for Liz Truss in Parliament while the opposition's been just pummeling them over their economic plans and the chaos that they've caused. So... The only positive thing for the Conservative Party right now is that Jeremy Hunt says he will not run as prime minister and he will stay in his position as the chancellor. And because he has a large amount of trust that will keep the economy fairly steady uh, and then they need to bring in a prime minister who can work with him.
That's veteran international journalist Dana Lewis on Skype from London with WTOP's Dimitri Sotis. His podcast is called Backstory with Dana Lewis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Friday morning, October 21st, 2022. 2.15 sports time and Rob Woodfork's turn this morning. The Capitals' first win streak of the season ends at just two games after the Ottawa Senators score the final five goals to beat the Caps 5-2. TJ Oshie and Anthony Mantha scored on the power play 34 seconds apart in the first period and then it all fell apart for Coach Peter Laviolette. We shot ourselves in the foot too many times with the puck during the first period. We did exactly what we wanted to do. We put the puck north, we put it behind them, we're in the offensive zone, we're delivering pucks at the net. And uh, second period and third period, played East West Hockey and didn't deliver any pucks and you know, not good enough. Darcy Kemper got a workout in net with 39 saves. The Houston Astros hold a two games to none lead in the ALCS thanks to a 3-2 victory over the Yankees. Alex Bregman's three-run homer was his 14th in his postseason career to set an MLB playoff record among third basemen. And it was just enough for the win, telling TBS. It was just fortunate enough to put a good swing on it, but all the credit there goes to Jordan hustling down the line and beating out that ground ball, and just a great team win. On the college gridiron, UVA got its first conference win of the season on the road in prime time, beating Georgia Tech 16-9 to improve to 3-4. and four. The highest-scoring Thursday night game of the year was upstaged by the breaking news that the San Francisco 49ers Acquired Pro Bowl running back Christian McCaffrey from Carolina for a package of picks. On the field, Arizona beat New Orleans 42-34. to Back home, bad news for the Washington Commanders ahead of Sunday's game against the Green Bay Packers. Jahan Dotson re-aggravated his hamstring injury at practice, leaving his status for Sunday in question. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 217 on WTOP Friday morning. The top stories we're following for you this hour with only two and a half weeks until the midterms come our way. President Joe Biden this week has been promoting the benefits of the bipartisan infrastructure law. He was in Pittsburgh visiting the site of a new bridge Thursday that will replace the one that collapsed there earlier this year. Both the U.S. Supreme Court and federal judge, a federal judge in Missouri, have now rejected challenges to the implementation of the White House's student loan debt relief program. That program, which takes effect this coming weekend, will cancel up to $20,000 in student debt for millions of borrowers. And as we've been telling you this morning, Liz Truss has become the UK's shortest ever serving prime minister. 45 days. She stepped down on Thursday after being vilified for her way and uh, very unpopular economic policies that were on the table. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Friday morning, October 21st at 2.18. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford. Good morning, Dino. We're going to start in Virginia on the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. We're actually from Maryland into Virginia on the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. The inner loop is back in business once again. Second stoppage there in probably about half an hour. So maybe we're down to our last stoppage uh, on the Capitol Beltway. They've been anticipating four, on the, uh, anticipating four on the Woodrow Wilson Bridge for maintenance. They've done three, so maybe the next one will be the last one. We will see, but there is one more planned. The rest of the Beltway... Let's go back to our fiasco on the interloop of the Capitol Beltway as we get the updated images here in our steam-fired camera. Still at a stop on the inner, on the outer loop, I should say, after Tyson's, trying to get into and through the work zone after Route 7. It's a single right lane when traffic moves. Right now, it doesn't. And don't rely on the express lanes. They may not, be a, they may not even be a, a starter at this point. 
they have been uh, also brought to a stop, and I would not be a bit surprised to find that you're going to have to find another way to get from Tyson's over toward I-66. Now, the other work zone we had on the Capitol Beltway, it's going to be the one coming out to Legion Bridge. That has been the more problematic of the two of late, but tonight it's actually been pretty quiet so far, fingers crossed, with a single left lane getting by the work. On 50, the big item ticket right now is going to be the westbound work near 50. Fair Oaks, exit 57, right lane getting by, but other work zones do exist, and many off-ramps, both eastbound and westbound from 66 to the Fairfax County Parkway, 28 and 29 through Centerville, blocked by work. On the Maryland side, the crash 50 eastbound is now on the right shoulder near 410. More of a curiosity than anything else. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Temperatures on the cold side again for our Friday morning. Waking up and stepping out the front door, you might need the ice scraper early. That's really before about 7.30 because once the sun comes up, yeah, we're going to be nice. And we'll see warm temperatures too. High of 66 on our Friday. Saturday, going for a high temperature of 70. Plenty of sunshine there as well. Sunday, look for a high of 61, but a good chance for some shower activity, especially along and east of I-95. It's a storm system we'll continue to watch for you the next few days. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 48 degrees in Tyson's Corner. 47 this morning in Crofton, 48 as well, Lafon Plaza. We're at 43 degrees now in our nation's capital. Friday morning, October 21st, 2022. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300, newlookhomedesign.com. Check them out. Stick around. Coming up on WTOP, we'll shift gears, crunch the latest jobless numbers for you here on WTOP Friday morning. This is WTOP News. Kinetic Theater in Crystal City is staging a production of Dracula. It actually stars a Romanian actor who actually grew up in Transylvania. I was actually born in Transylvania, half an hour from the birthplace of Vlad Sepes, who is the inspiration for Dracula. So that's just a coincidence, or is it? Romanian native Dan Estrate was surprised by America's fascination with Dracula. I discovered only when I moved to U.S. because I would say I'm from Transylvania, and people would be like, oh, Dracula. And I was like, Dracula, what? what? Now he invites you to see Synetic's adaptation. We are telling this story with a lot of stylized movement, choreography, and of course, music. Find out more on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP. Now we turn to the economy this morning on WTOP. High inflation and high interest rates still have not apparently shaken a very strong job market we're seeing right now. The number of Americans filing for unemployment aid dropped down 12,000 to 214,000. So can the job picture stay strong? We asked Mark Hamrick, senior economic analyst for Bankrate.com, to talk about the jobless claims after Hurricane Ian and where we stand. Certainly in the sense of Florida, they had an initial rise, I would say not as large as what I expected. And while their claims are elevated, they are coming down even from a recent week. And then broadly, nationally, we're at the lowest level in about a month in the low 200,000 range. So the job market, from everything we can see, seems to be cooling, but there's no rush to the unemployment lines, the virtual unemployment lines. Hey, Mark, we're a couple of weeks away from another Fed meeting. Still on track for more interest rate hikes? 
We sure are, and that'll be likely the fourth 75 basis point move or three quarters of 1%. And it's because, as we discussed, the most recent inflation data came in hot and hotter than expected. And so the Federal Reserve has only recently begun to sort of creep into above neutral or slightly restrictive interest rates. It wants to get above the rate of inflation with its benchmark rate, which is just above 3%. As we know, inflation's running a lot hotter than that. Are there indications these high interest rates have started cooling the economy overall? Well, yes, I think broadly speaking, we've certainly seen the impacts in the stock market and a bear market for quite some time. And the housing market, obviously, in something of a deep chill. We heard about how existing home sales have declined once again and are off 24 percent from a year ago because we have mortgage rates, by our measure, near 7 percent or at the highest level since 2006. So that creates a huge affordability hurdle. And I think we'll see more of this. But activity broadly is hanging in there across the biggest part of the economy. While our economy has proven so far to be rather resilient, there's still a lot of talk about these Fed rates possibly kicking off a world recession. Anything on that? I think Europe will be first in that uh, department simply because they're having to deal with the very high heating costs. We're seeing some relief on the food cost front coming out of Ukraine. The U.S. probably is in the best position, but uh, we may not be able to skirt a recession. Ultimately, the question is, how serious is it? And I think we can avoid recessions like the last two that we had. That's Mark Hamrick, Senior Economic Analyst for Bankrate.com. <laughs> Talking the economy, crunching the latest jobless numbers with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. We know you're listening to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather on your commute. But what about when you're at home? Listening to WTOP on your smart speaker is easy. Just say, Alexa, open WTOP. Or, okay, Google, play WTOP 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment of today's top news at home on your smart speaker. WTOP, Washington's top news. WTOP at 225, Friday morning, October 21st. Welcome in. Bring you money news each half hour at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Most of the people now working at Twitter will be out of a job once Elon Musk buys the company, expected next week. The Washington Post reports Musk has told investors he plans to lay off nearly three-quarters of Twitter's workforce. Even if the deal falls through, the paper says Twitter's current management plans job cuts of nearly 25%. It could be a rough morning for social media stocks after Snap, the parent of Snapchat, reported the weakest ad sales growth in its history last quarter, even as daily active users increased more than expected. Snap, as well as other social media stocks, all were lower in extended trading. Texas is suing Google, accusing it of capturing users' biometric data without their permission. The suit accuses Google of collecting data, including voice prints and users' facial features, through products like Google Photos and Google Assistant. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women first. Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash womenfirst. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Olivia, 
from Washington. <clears throat> Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger, from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. <laughs> 